0: This NFL Week 10 Player Props edition of the Propcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Ross are also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets the sports betting research platform for parlays player props and game lines download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month and start making smarter bets today and we're also brought to you by game time game time has last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed use promo code cfbx for 20 dollars off your first purchase today welcome NBA everyone to entire. the propcast part of the sports gambling podcast network it is Friday November the 10th currently 2 13 on the east Coast here to get into our NFL week 10 player props and joining me here to help me break it all down I got my guy here with me of course on the NBA propcast as well it's crispy cap and Chris what's going on my man how you doing
1: What's going on? You know, it's a beautiful day to make uh to make some money. And, uh, you know, we always like to get ahead of these lines, which is why we do the show on on uh, on Friday, because a lot of the times these lines move. And uh, yeah, we've been cashing. Hopefully we can kind of keep it going today. Always excited to talk NFL, man. Let's jump into it. You know, let's do it. Yeah.
0: Thursday night football was a stinker of a game. Um, I think as expected when you have two games that were combined uh, for three wins, uh, combined three of 14. But the Bears get the job done uh, at home in a final of 16-13. to 13. Depending on the number that you got on the spread, at least, you either pushed with the Bears or you got hooked on that three and a half. Or you took the Panthers plus three and a half, you definitely got to the window there. Uh, a field goal victory by the, uh, the Chicago Bears, but... Chris, I'm a little salty today. Um, it's very, it's a very fine margin when we talk about winning or losing days uh, in in sports betting overall. And uh, my three props, Cole uh, Komet got there to the window. I uh, I know you gave out the pass attempts over for Bryce Young. I bet that as well, but I'll, officially for the show, I gave out Bryce Young over 21 and a half completions, and he finished the game with 21. And then Darnell Mooney was not even remotely close to a long reception uh, for himself last night. So um, the hook got me last night from having a profitable Thursday night football um, to being in in the red. But it's all good. Hopefully we can bounce back or I can bounce back at least on these Sunday games. How did Thursday night football I'll turn out for you, Chris?
1: Yeah, we were a hook away from uh, from sweeping the board on the, on the actual player price that we gave out. Uh, can I just take one second and shout out to my guy, Eddie Panero, uh, <laughs> the, the kicker that is, and I will be tracking this now, you know, if I didn't find it until, you know, I had to do some research because I'm obligated to do this podcast with you, but it, it led me to some money. So shout out to everybody who, who, who knows who Eddie Panero is now, uh, it's something that I'll be riding. This dude is, uh, you know, well, not even just him, but the opposing kicker that, that kicks, uh, you know, against the Chicago bears, um, is, uh kind of killing it this year. So I will be continuing to to kind of ride that train and, you know, definitely look into it a little bit. But, yeah, shout-out to Eddie Panera. Uh Adam Thielen, over six-and-a-half receptions. He finished right on the hook at six. And then, uh, get, like you mentioned, um, you know, a couple things guaranteed in life. You know, if we got death, we got taxes, and we got, uh, you know, Bryce Young just going out there and chucking that thing as many times as he can until his arm hurts. So uh, over his past attempts, um, you know, another winner. I think that that's probably about, Seven and one on the season, you know. So something else I'll continue to be looking at as well. Even in the game that they led from the beginning. So, um, pretty pretty good night overall. um, And uh, definitely looking forward to kind of keep it going here.
0: Yeah, we definitely get to the point like at this juncture of the season, we're like about fifty to fifty-five percent of the through of this. Midway point of the season, I should say, is where is I feel like where we start really gathering that data, Um, you know, for a lot of these respective teams. And then, you know, trying to capitalize that in these weeks where about week 10 to 15 is really that range to really, you know, get those data points going. And hopefully we can uh, exploit the books and find some more winners. So we'll do it as we usually do. Give out our player props. we get to our touchdown score prop at, uh, prop bets as well. And then at the end, we'll put together a price picks entry for the NFL games as well. Um, so, Chris, let's just kick it off, my man. Let's get over to our player prop number one, my man. What do you got?
1: All right, so let's go. This game really stuck out to me the most, you know, when I was doing my research. And this game is uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at home uh, against the San Francisco 49ers this week. We I, I like Purdy in this game, and I'm going right back to the pass attempts over just because Jacksonville, another one of those really, really solid defenses that's forcing teams to – to pass the ball, we know how good they are. You look at them, you know. This was easy cap, right? Purdy, he, he's only two, two, two of five to this number in his, in his last few games, last seven games. But Jacksonville is so good against the rush, um, that you can you know make this two for one. So, so you know, if you if you listening them in, then you know, maybe you'll hear another prop in this game as well. But Purdy over 30 and a half uh pass attempts, you know. Jacksonville, look at him 41.8 pass attempts is what what you know, opposing teams are. Are having to pass the ball for because they're so good against the rush, man. You go back and just look yeah. at those numbers. And um this one seems like an easy catch for me, you know. If I'm not gonna go through all the numbers and rattle them off, but yeah, teams are, you know, especially when Jacksonville is at home, right? Because their defense typically plays a little bit better. San Francisco's offense has struggled throughout, you know, on the road a little bit more. So um yeah, I like them to, you know, I know I know they got Christian McCaffrey back there in the backfield. He's probably the best running back that we have in the NFL, but I do think that Jacksonville also understands that, and they'll want to slow Purdy down. They'll want to slow Christian McCaffrey down um, and, uh, you know, probably uh, make Purdy have to beat him through the air in this one, you know. So give me give me Brock Purdy over his 30-and-a-half pass attempts. You can get that. It's not juice right now. Betway, if you guys have access to that sports book, it is legal here in Virginia. Minus 105, so not a lot of juice at all. Give me Purdy over his uh, – to have at least 31 pass attempts, you know.
0: Yeah, and this correlates to my first player, but in this same game as well. So hopefully those, some of those past attempts turn into completions going to uh, Christian McCaffrey in this game. And I was looking and, at- And you know, over, that's mine.
1: That's mine. Uh, you got man, it over look, yours. Or, to co-
0: or... <laughs> You've been doing so well, I had to copy something from you and give out a winner here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copy yours. Uh, I looked at Christian McCaffrey in this game to go over on his receiving yards. Saw this Me number too, around.
1: 30 and a half. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, so again, um, I thought this number was really low, number one, because we know what Christian McCaffrey can do not only run the football, but also, you know, pass catching the football. And I know that the San Francisco 49ers have been dealing with uh, injuries with, you know, McCaffrey and more importantly, Debo Samuel and things like that. But I feel like this is a this was a much-needed bye week for the San Francisco 49ers after losing, what, three straight games uh, against the Browns, the Vikings, and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, where they scored 17 points each in the, each of those games where we were so just so used to seeing. The 49ers putting up 30 points with Brock Party as a starting quarterback but um, I think this just kind of gave an opportunity for the 49ers to kind of reset you know kind of collect themselves get some of these guys uh, healthy um, give them some extra time off so I think that's going to be boding well for the San Francisco 49ers coming into this game but more importantly here we're talking about Christian McCaffrey coming out of the backfield I know uh, the first couple of weeks during the regular season, he really didn't get over this number of thirty and a half uh, for his receiving yards. But go back against the Giants, 34 receiving yards against the Arizona Cardinals, eight receptions, sorry, seven receptions, 71 yards. Last two weeks before their bye week against the Cincinnati Bengals, who are a team that are not very good against running back position, six receptions, 64 yards in the prior week against the Minnesota Vikings. He also had three receptions, 51 yards. And then what you mentioned, Chris, about this um, Jaguars team being really good against defense, uh, a rushing defense, not so much against the running backs, at least through the air, right? So you take a look um, targets wise for uh, targets for running backs against the Jacksonville Jaguars, allowing the second most at around close to nine per game. They're allowing seven and a half receptions to the uh, running back position as well. More importantly, they're allowing forty nine point three eight receiving yards to that running back position, uh, which is the third most in the entire league, trailing only the Bears and the uh Los Angeles Chargers. So I think it's an opportunity for Christian McCaffrey to come into this game, take advantage of the Jacksonville Jaguars' uh lack there of defense, uh, at least through the air with against running backs. And we know what Christian McCaffrey can do. So I know the targets are going to be there for him, and this is a guy that only needs probably maybe, again, three catches to get over this number because he's that versatile, uh, is Christian McCaffrey. So my first one correlated to what uh, Brock Purdy should be able to do in this game, and uh, you're in agreement with me as well as one of your player props, CMC over 30 to receiving yards.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love it. For everything that you mentioned, um, you, you, you had some notes that I didn't have, but I'll also throw out a couple – I mean, a lot of the stuff you had I did have, but um, you just look at – you look at Jacksonville because they are – you know, you got to find that weakness, right? We know that there's such a good team being able to stop the rush, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they can stop the the pass from 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 the running back position. So that's what I went yeah. and kind of looked at, right? Six out of the eight weeks, you know, they've actually allowed teams to to go over this this low number of 30 and a half uh, receiving yards. I do think, you know, that this is one that you know, while it's out now, um, a lot of people aren't putting, their, putting in their Sunday bets right now, right? Like they still yeah. you know, kind of wait until Sunday, but this is one I think that will move. So if you if you like the number, I think you definitely want to grab it now uh, for Christian McCaffrey to, to at least get 31 receiving yards in this game. You know?
0: Yeah, I agree. So hopefully it is a big um, receiving yards or a game, at least for uh, Mr. Christian McCaffrey in this game. All right, Chris, before we get over to some more player props for the Sunday games uh, for NFL Week 10, let me tell everyone about Bet365. We're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sportsbook trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Props, sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. If you like boost, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% boost on your NFL same-game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer. If your team goes up by 17 points, you're getting paid out sign up today and choose from two bonus offers either a thousand dollars first bet safety net or bet five dollars get 150 in bonus bets just head to sports gambling podcast.com slash bet 365 again that's sports gambling podcast.com slash bet 365 problem gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER and we're also brought to you by price picks price picks they're a lot of fun if you haven't already used price picks i mean Look, with the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league. So, for example, tonight, if you would like Luca to go over his points prop, like both Chris and I do, and you also think that, oh, like we mentioned, Christian McCaffrey is going to have a big uh, day with his receiving yards on Sunday, well, you can now combine those two over on the specials leagues tab in Prize Picks. If you want to play along, some of Prize Picks' fi- favorite players. Like rapper Meek Mill, you can now find the community plays under the Promos tab on the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. Picks even offers a reboot policy to, to, that your entries stay in play even if one of your plays get injured. For example, I had a Picks entry back on Wednesday night. I had uh, Malcolm uh, Brogdon for his points and assists to go over. Malcolm Brogdon got injured within that first quarter and he didn't return in the second half. And that player got rebooted for me. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform for an, uh, with an injury insurance policy. So again, if you have a player that goes in that first half, they get injured, they don't return in that second half, that player is simply rebooted. Uh, we will put together a Prize Pick entry at the end of the uh, episode here, so stay tuned for that. So. Make sure you go to pricepix.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's pricepix.com slash SGPN using code SGPN price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Chris, let's get over to our next player prop. So uh, you gave out the two with Purdy and CMC. So I'll give out my second one here uh, for the NFL week 10 games. Let me get back to my notes here. So, um, let me go to a quarterback prop here Um, I'm looking at Josh Dobbs here man over 27 and a half uh, rushing yards for Josh Dobbs last week he had come in for um, I think it was Jared Hall of the Minnesota Vikings who got injured with a concussion um, and Josh Dobbs when he was with the Arizona Cardinal before he did get traded to the Minnesota Vikings with the injury that Kirk Cousins he was u- really utilizing his legs um, you know, getting the rushing yards. So in six, uh, he's gone over this projection in six of the 10 games that he's played this season. Uh, in one of those four games that he didn't get there over this projection of 27 and a half, he finished with 26 yards, so only two away. Now, I know also the, the, the Saints are allowing the fourth most rushing yards to the quarterback position. Last week, Tyson uh, Badgett, Rushed for 70 yards on eight attempts against the New Orleans Saints. Let's go back to week seven. Trevor Lawrence, of Jacksonville Jaguars, we just talked about that game. Uh, he had eight attempts for 59 yards. So I think that if Josh Dobbs is able to get in the realm of five to six carries here, I think he definitely gets over this number of 27 and a half right now for Josh Dobbs. So I'm going to go Josh Dobbs over 27 and a half rushing yards here. Uh, Chris, what do you think about that?
1: I think it's liquid gold, you know. <laughs> I was watching some of this game. I was watching some of the game uh, last week, man. This dude looked really, really good. I know, I know. You know, maybe we say it's fool's gold. Maybe maybe we say, you know, th- this dude is just, uh, you know, destined for greatness and he has, uh, you know, tremendous work ethic and a lot of faith and confidence in himself. So um, a lot of the times I was seeing him drop back, you know, this guy was... I mean we're not talking about the greatest offensive line in in you know NFL history either so I think that presents you know more so for you know just more scrambling opportunities for him and uh he kind of he kind of low key got a little speed on him you know as as most black quarterbacks in the NFL do um so I like I like I really like uh I like Dawes man I think uh you know looking at his his rushing yards in this spot is a is a really really good look you know if I like it a lot
0: All right Chris take us over to player prop number 3 for you man what do you got
1: so I I think I got a buy low spot him, you know. I think I think Bijan is in a nice bounce back spot. I, you know, I, I cashed on him a couple weeks ago and he's under, and I know last week he didn't he didn't even lead the lead the backfield. Tyler Ajur I think uh, had more rushing attempts than he did, but uh, it's about matchup, right? And I feel like I'm getting a discount because he hasn't been performing. He's only over uh, his rushing yards, which is at 55 and a half on points bet right now. A little juice at minus 120, but I would I would I would be comfortable playing this up, you know, two or three yards as well. Um, but like I said, only over in, in, uh, three of his last and in, in three of his only, uh, nine game career. Um, but like I said, better matchup, you go through and just kind of look at Arizona. We know Arizona really, really struggled specifically against the rush. One of the, one of the worst rush defenses we we've, we've seen in, in quite some time. Um, I'm trying to get those numbers up real quick. Cause I did have them up. Uh, let's see. So San Francisco is giving, uh, not San Francisco. I'm sorry. Carolina giving up 131.9 yards per game on the ground, you know. So yeah, <laughs> that number is actually 28. So only only what five teams are are worse than they are. Uh, last three has looked a little better at 107, but to me it just kind of feels like a a, a big Bijan type game. I think you give them the ball, and I think you I think we see you know increased attempts here, um, and uh, you know going through and just looking at this this defense last week it was. Uh, Last week, it was it was um, Ford, who who did have 20, 20 attempts, although he did only finish with 44 yards. But they did kind of split with him and Kareem Hunt. And I know Tyler has that ability to split with him as well. But Gus Edwards, 80 yards. That was two weeks ago. Yeah. Kenneth Walker, I know we were on him in that game for, for his yards and his touchdown, 105 yards in that spot. So, you know, just kind of going back and looking at, at some of these, some of these, uh, Kareem Williams as well, 158 yards. So I know we know what, you know, what talent Bijan is, right. You know, being so being selected so high in the draft, he was the odds on favorite to win rookie of the year. And I think he reminds us, you know, just a tad bit, he probably not going to win it because CJ Strouds looked amazing at this point, yeah. but I know that, that put a smile on your face, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but I do like the spot for Bijan a lot to this, this week, you know? I couldn't talk you off his, his, uh, I was gonna say rebounds plus assists, but I couldn't talk you off his rushing plus uh plus receiving yards in this spot. I know, mean, I think it I think it just kind of sets up for him to be on the field a lot. And uh, you know, some dump some dump downs as well. Talent Taylor Haneke uh will be quarterback in this team. And I think you do probably want to protect him a little bit in this spot as well. So a lot of hands off to to Bijan, I think, is uh, you know, in 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 the game plan here.
0: Uh, I say you are a very trusting man here, uh, Chris, especially putting your faith in uh, Arthur Smith to find a way to get uh, B. John Robinson the ball here. But again, I mean, we talk about it. look, he still got 11 attempts last week against the Minnesota Vikings, right? 11 attempts in the prior game against the Tennessee Titans. It was that one game where he had the injury. Um, or he wasn't feeling well, one of the two, uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And lo and behold, that was probably the only week I had a B. John Robinson prop in, and that ended up happening. Um, but this just feels like a buy-low spot. And I know they're going up against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, like you mentioned, they just haven't been very good. I mean, in any facet of the game thus far, uh, this season, whether it's been on offense or whether it's been on defense, um, you know, for uh for the Arizona Cardinals. So um I think that if Arthur Smith is smart, they'll run the football here, whether it is with hopefully Bijan Robinson, whether it is with Tyler Algier. Um, I think that is something that they have to recognize here, especially, you know, trying to stay competitive in that NFC South Division. But uh yeah, by low spot here for Bijan. I I I I could talk you off, but I also I can't talk you off because I mean we're all just kind of waiting for that explosion uh game from Bijan Robinson. Again, this might this week just might be it for him uh, going up against the uh Arizona Cardinals. Uh, All right, Chris, before we get over to our next player props, uh, let me tell everyone about uh, game time. Look, we're in that part of the year where we have basketball going on, NBA, college basketball. The NBA season is in full swing as well. We have college football going on as well. Um, And if you're not, you don't want to get out to a sporting event. Maybe there's a comedy show in town or there's a music concert that you want to get out to or even theater that's in your area. Uh, Let game time take away the stress uh, from that and let you enjoy the experience of that event that you're going to have because buying tickets to an event shouldn't have to be stressful. and That's where game time comes in. Their app is so easy to use. They have some great features on there. They have flash deals, last minute tickets right up to the event. And it's easy to find and buy tickets, like I mentioned, for every type of event in your area. Uh, So forget playing months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. And like I mentioned, you get flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, also concerts, comedy shows, and theater, and much more near you. And get this, the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. As I mentioned, you get images of your sheet before you actually buy the ticket so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in the matter of seconds. Two taps and you're all set. And the best part, as well, is those tickets are sent directly to your phone on that Game Time app, so you don't have to haggle through your email box. You don't have to wait for them to come in the mailbox. Right there on your phone, stress free um, experience with Game Time. So all you got to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, use promo code CFBX. For $20 off your first purchase, term supply. Again, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with circle stats and data and insert any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by a leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot, which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, Chris, let me get over to my next uh, player prop uh, in the NFL Week 10. Uh, I am going to go to... I'm going to say that same game with the Vikings in the uh, the Saints. And I'm looking at TJ Hawkinson in this game, 49 and a half for his receiving yards in this game. And I know, number one, that the Saints are a really good defense against the tight end position. But I think for me, this just comes down to the fact that when we saw Josh Dobbs come in for the Vikings last week against the Atlanta Falcons, TJ Hawkinson was targeted 12 times in that game by, uh, um, by Dobbs for seven receptions that turned into 69 receiving yards for TJ Hawkinson. Also, if we go back to his time with the Arizona Cardinals, I know that Hollywood Brown led this team by far in targets, but if we take a look at the two tight ends as well on the Arizona Cardinals, Zach Ertz had 43 targets and also Trey McBride 40 targets as well. So Josh Dobbs loved the tight ends. I think this is a buy low spot, but you also take a look at what TJ Hawkinson has done uh, over the past several weeks uh, for this offense, especially without Justin Jefferson in the lineup. The targets have been there for him uh, over the last five weeks. He's had at least eight targets uh, for himself and he's had double digit targets in two out of the last three weeks. He's gone over this projection of 49 and a half in five straight games, 69 last week, 88 against the Packers, 86 against the 49ers, 50 against the uh, Bears and 51 against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, I think the books are accounting for how well the Saints have defended the tight end position. But I think from a pure target perspective and him just being that reliable guy, especially for a guy like Josh Dobbs that likes to find the tight end position, I'm going to go with TJ Hawkinson over 49 and a half receiving yards here, Chris.
1: Yeah, you know, this, <clears throat> we know how much to me there's always a direct correlation between like. You know, most, most, most quarterbacks like their tight end, right? So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, we always talk about it being a security blanket, but younger, t- younger quarterbacks specifically, right? Like th- these are the guys you're kind of really leaning on and the targets alone from last week, you know, 12 targets, like <laughs> 12 targets, like I, yeah. it's really hard for me to bet on a, on a player to go under the following week after they're playing with a new quarterback and they've already found somebody they absolutely love. Um, you know, he could have potentially had a hundred receiving yards last week. Cause he, 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 he only had seven catches on the 12, you know, on the 12 out of the 12 targets. So, yeah, um, I think the books will eventually catch up with this one, you know. And I know, um, I know, uh, what, what, what's my guy's name? Why can't I think of his name? I'm drawing a blank, the wide receiver. Um, Addison, not Addison, uh, KJ Osborne, not KJ, Justin Allisbord. Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. There we go. Justin Jefferson is, I know he's been, I think he's been participating, but he's already been rolled out for this week. So yeah. he will be back on the field. So to, to me, it kind of feels like you're getting a, a still there too, you know, because he, he probably will start targeting Jefferson, but while you can still get this at about a little spot, you know, um, I think you take advantage of it this week for sure.
0: Yeah. hundred uh, percent. All right. That was what? Three player props each Chris that we gave yeah, out th- three each. Yeah. All right, we'll get to our best bets in a minute here. Let's get to our uh touchdown score uh uh bets for this week. You want to lead us off?
1: Yeah, let's do them. You know, so I got I got one that I really, really like, and I got one that uh, you know, uh is a little bit of a long shot as well. The first one first player I want to talk about is uh is Jonathan Taylor. I think he's in a pretty good spot this week. They're, they're playing against a Patriots defense that um they've been kind of giving it up. You know, Bill Belichick defense typically are, are pretty solid against the rush, but um, the commanders had a rushing touchdown last week with Brian Robinson. Um, you look at the Dolphins; they also had a rushing touchdown. They did have two weeks in there with no rushing touchdown, give up, but giving up. But um, the other thing was, I went back and just kind of looked at the the receipt, the not the receiving, the the rush attempts between because he does, we you know he does share that backfield with Zach Moss, but he's kind of mm-hmm. taken over that. You know, over the last couple of weeks, from week ten to week, uh, I'm sorry, from week seven to week uh, week nine. Um, he's dominated the, the the carries, forty-eight carries over the last couple of weeks. And that's led to um you know just some some more success for this team on the ground. I think that they're gonna continue to run the ball. Those 48 carries, Minoff you know, are actually um the fourth most and, and I'm sorry, the fifth most uh, of any player uh throughout the last couple of weeks. So outside of Saquon and and Deontay Foreman, um Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's right there, even with the prolific running back in the backfield, uh, you know, like Zach Moss. So I like I like Jonathan Taylor. Um, this this one isn't, you know, like the best odds in the world, because it, I think the books are kind of expecting him to get in as well, so maybe play him in yeah. two, but you can get him at plus 115 right now. Um, the other one I like, you know, is I like, uh, I like Joe Burrow. Th- this one, I think, mm-hmm. is a little sneaky. Joe okay. Burrow to actually get in the end zone, just because I think he's going to continue to have to carry, <clears throat> carry this offense. You look at the Bengals, um, they'll be without uh, they, they'll be without um, Jamar Chase. Higgins, both of them, right?
0: So, I did see a note uh, right before we started uh, recording, Garrett. I'll try to find it while you give okay. it, but I think that either T Higgins got ruled out and then uh, Chase is also questionable. But let me uh, okay. confirm here,
1: okay? Yeah, that, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, you look at Burrow, dude's averaging almost six yards a carry in his last two games since they since they had to buy so. He's he's utilizing his legs a little bit more, and he's down. You know, even if he is this down, uh, you know, down Higgins, that's still you know just a, a, another weapon that he's out. And in two of those three games, um, and two of the last three games, the Texans have actually given up, um, you know, touchdowns to to opposing quarterbacks. So even though they haven't been necessarily rushing touchdowns, I think they get out and they they score in this game. You know, uh, I know you guys are are down. Um, uh, a couple players, and I say you guys, down a couple players, I'm talking about your Texans, down a couple players in that in that secondary. So um, yeah. I think it's, you know, maybe you try to put pressure on, on Joe and he, he sneaks you know sneaks out of the pocket and, and scrambles. Because like I said, he is a sneaky one because a lot of people are not going to be looking for Joe to score. But I think Joe could get one this week, you know?
0: Yeah, so T. Higgins is officially ruled out and then Jamar Chase is listed as questionable okay. uh, for this week. So, I mean, yeah, I think that we're starting to see um, this Bengals team be the Bengals team that we all expected um, at the beginning of the season. You know, they were one of the I don't want to say favorites, but they were up there as far as Super Bowl favor uh, I, favorites, I guess we should say. Uh, but they starting to look like the team. They've also been really good on the defensive side. But I think with them being down at least T Higgins and possibly even Jamar Chase that Joe Burrow. We talked about the calf injury that he did have early in the season. Now this, you know, maybe that was affecting him um, mightily. Um, you know. As far as throwing the football, but he's starting to look like the Joe Burrow. And I think that calf is only getting better week to week. So, you know, um, definitely again, look for the best odds for Joe Burrow to find the end zone because I think this is definitely definitely a sneaky one. Um, I'll stay in the same game here, um, Chris. So the Texans are going to be without Damian Pierce. They're going to be without Nico Collins in this game as well. Both guys are dealing with a, I believe, an ankle injury. Um, So that's going to leave guys like the Tank Dells of the world, the Noah Browns of the world. world. I'm looking at Dalton Schultz uh, in this game, plus 230 for the Texans to find the end zone here. And we go back to last week, Dalton Schultz. I'll say this, that there's been a a rapport and chemistry built between Dalton Schultz and C.J. Stroud. Uh over the past several weeks here. And Dalton Schultz has recorded a touchdown in four out of the last five weeks for this Texans offense. And now you being down Nico Collins and Damian Pierce. I think that this should be a big week for Dalton Schultz. So at plus 230 right now for him to find the end zone, I really like that at plus odds. Um, and then also I'm looking at, uh, D hop, uh, to find the end zone here as well. Deandre Hopkins, he's at plus plus one sixty five against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Buccaneers this uh, year against a tight or, or sorry, against a wide receiver position have not been very good, man. They've been giving up the touchdown. Sorry. They've been giving up the yards. They allow the most yards to wide receivers, uh, do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, and they're also giving up around close to one and a half touchdowns per game. And I think that We've seen what um, DeAndre Hopkins was able to do when uh, Will Levis took over as a quarterback for this tight team for the injured Ryan Tannehill. Um, In that game, he had three touchdowns. But I think in the game here where the Buccaneers secondary has been really bad, and only I think the targets are going to go up for D Hop because last week he had eleven targets, but he only had four catches off those eleven targets that resulted in 60 yards. So I'm looking at D Hop to find the end zone here. Those are the two guys that I, I did like uh to to find the end zone here, Chris.
1: I like them, you know. I, feel, I love that it seems like a low spot for for D Hop because he only had the four catches last year, uh last week. Another guy, you know, I'll throw throw out one more. Uh Aaron Jones. Um yes. you just look at you look at, you know, the the situation that they're in, you got Green Bay going, going on the road. Jordan Love has looked absolutely horrendous on the road. So I would only imagine that Matt LaFleur and, you know, that 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 uh, offensive and quarterback coaching staff would want to kind of protect them a little bit. I also read a report that, um you know, after 20 carries last week and four receptions, they do, you know, kind of expect to kind of take the, you know, the training wheels off of Aaron Jones. We know he was injured throughout the, you know, the beginning of the season for a large chunk of that. But you, you got to want the offense to kind of run through him, uh, especially with the inaccuracy that, uh you know, that Jordan Love has shown. So you can get him at plus 160. I know it's not the sexiest um, bet, probably, you know, low total. But how is Green Bay going to score? And do you expect them to score? Because if you do, I think you've got to love Aaron Jones in this spot. So Aaron Jones, another one at plus 160 I, I, I'd be looking at as well. man.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't hit his rushing yards and receiving yards to go over either in this game. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to right. find that number.
1: What, what why you look for that, You know, Joe Joe to score is a plus 450 on Caesars just so There you go. Joe Burrow. Little, little sprinkle on Joe.
0: Oh yeah, I love that. Uh 53 and a half is his number for rushing yards and then rushing and receiving is probably around right around 77 and a half, 80 maybe, 82 and a half. Uh, Yeah, Aaron Jones. I don't hate it. Again, you take a look. Last week, 20 carries, 73 yards. But he's also getting it done through the air, right? 26 uh, receiving yards last week, 17 against the Vikings, 22 against the Denver Broncos. So I think it just might be a matter of if he's able to get the rush attempts in this game. And again, we know the Steelers this season have not been very good against the running back position. um, As far as uh, yards allowed on the ground. 100, Uh, 100, you
1: know. 100 uh is what Travis Henry had last week. I mean I'm sorry Travis Henry. Derrick Henry, uh, Henry had 70, 75 rushing, 20 27 receiving. So that's a 102. You you look you take a look back the week before Travis E-T-M. Etienne had 79 and uh 70 receiving as well. So yeah, this is something that they, you know, are are definitely vulnerable with. Um so yeah, I like it. Like it a lot. Probably going to write that one down. I was thinking more touchdown but yards and you know just game script wise like i said you can't keep putting jordan love in these bad situations this yeah. dude couldn't beat the bears on the road so or the raiders so yeah
0: especially if we go back before we get to our best bets um the rams who we know have had trouble in the backfield i mean they between daryl henderson jr and royce freeman those two guys combined to run for 30 uh times against the steelers for a combined 127 uh, yards on the ground um Not much through the air, but again, I think that just kind of tells you where the Steelers' uh, rush defense is at right now, which used to be, I mean, just one of the stellar ones in the entire NFL. All right, Chris, let's get over to our best bets for the Week 10 schedule. Uh, Why don't you lead us all with your best bet?
1: Yeah, I think so you mentioned him, you know. If I mentioned it as well, man. I love this week for Christian McCaffrey. I absolutely love it from you know, I'm, I'm i love targeting running backs and for our guys that, you know, uh that don't that want us to take more unders. I, I you know, kinda of thought about Christian McCaffrey, but I, I can't take Christian McCaffrey under. I'd be scared. It's almost like us, you know, I know we, we lost on the bet last week, but it's almost like us taking Tyreek Kill, you know, in in a nine o'clock, nine thirty Eastern Germany game against his old team. I can't no way I could pull a trigger on, yeah. on Travis on, uh, you know, Tariq Hill to go under his uh receiving yards. But um, McCaffrey, really gave spot. You know, I do expect, like I said, a lot of dump downs from Purdy uh, utilizing McCaffrey. We know what he can do out the backfield, like yeah. not not even just on this team, but, you know, when he was in Carolina as well. So this number, you know, will move, I would I would think um, maybe up to 33, 34 and a half. But Christian McCaffrey get a couple, couple out the backfield. I'm pretty sure that they're game planning for that as well, knowing that Jacksonville's defense is pretty good. We've seen... Chris McCaffrey get this number, you know, from one screenplay. So, yeah, uh, yeah, give me the over my best bet over receiving yards of 30 and a half currently.
0: Yeah, again, I think for Christian McCaffrey, he has three receptions. He's going to get over this number uh, for sure for the uh, uh, for the San Francisco 49ers offense. That number now I'm seeing a short creed up to 32 and a half. So this definitely on the move here. All right, Chris, for my best bet, I'm actually going to go over, give it an additional prop here. I save this as my best bet. Um. The Sunday night football game, I know it's not the prettiest one. It's a kind of what we saw on Thursday night football. We have the Raiders, and we have the Jets uh, facing off. I'm looking at Brees Hall to go over on his rushing yards in this game. That number is currently at 63 and a half. So, number one, the Raiders' rush defense this season has been absolutely terrible. Um, I mean, through the first nine to ten weeks here. The Raiders have allowed seven of the nine running backs they have faced to go over this projection of 63 and a half. In those two games where they didn't allow a single running back to go over this projection, it was a combination of two guys or two running backs going over this projection as well. So as a collective group, whether it's been the running back room or whether it's been a single uh, running back against his Raiders uh, rush defense, every one of those teams have gone over this projection of 63 and a half rushing yards. And like I mentioned, seven of the nine that they have faced have gone over this projection. Um, Those two Uh, running backs that didn't and the combination of the two running backs that didn't go over this as a combined group. Ramondre Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott. Stevenson had 46 rushing yards. Zeke had 34. Then we all go all the way back to week one against the Denver Broncos. Javante Williams, 52 rushing yards and Samajé Ryan had 41. So that's 93 right there. So all nine teams, like I mentioned, the Raiders have faced over this projection, whether it's been a single running back or as a collective group. Now the Raiders are also allowing the six most rushing yards per attempt on the season long. But over the last three weeks, that number has gone even worse where they're allowing the third most um, uh, rushing yards allowed per attempt. Also, over the last three weeks, teams are running on an average of 35.3 times against the Raiders. That's tied for the most with the Seattle Seahawks. So I like what I've seen from Brees Hall. I know he's coming back from the ACL injury, but if you just kind of look at what Brees Hall has been able to do when he does get the handoffs, and I do expect him to get that in this game. He's going to get over this projection. Last four weeks, he's been in double digit rush attempts. Last week alone against the Chargers, 16 times he ran the football for 50 yards. If he gets another anywhere from 12 to 15 in this game again, Chris, I think he's going to get over this number for sure. So give me Brees Hall over six two thirty and a half rushing yards against the Las Vegas Raiders.
1: Two words, Mino. You know, I'm tailing. <laughs> You, you, you like you, you mentioned it, right? Like this, this, this Raiders defense, man—they're giving it up to pretty much everybody. I hadn't really looked into this one a lot, you know, but 138.7 yards on the ground they're conceding, and I know, you know, that they they got the big win the other day after Josh McDaniels got up out of there and they smoking their cigars. and You know, it's a <laughs> it's a nice party type atmosphere, but um, yeah, you gotta love this spot. Should be a big letdown spot for. It. For the Las Vegas Raiders as well. Um, you typically like to fade the faith team. Uh you, you, you buy on the team after they fire a coach, especially if you know that coach hasn't, you know, done well. Um, but you probably want to fade him in the next game. So love this number for, for Brees Hall and we'll be telling this one, now.
0: It's also been that Brees Hall's been getting like majority of the carries as well. Um, I know they brought in Dalvin Cook, but he's been getting like two rush attempts per game over like the past several weeks. So it's yeah, really what been the Brees Hall to that show. guy? What? I don't know what happened. I thought he was doing really good when it was in Minnesota as well. I know it was like a contract thing, but I mean, he's just fallen off a cliff. And again, there was rumors about him wanting out of the Jets at the trade deadline, but it just didn't happen. So, I mean, we'll see if they find ways to utilize him. If not, then he's probably going to be uh, having another team next season uh, as Dalvin Cook. So uh, we shall see. Uh, All right, Chris, before we get out of here, let's quickly put together our price picks entries with some of the picks that we do have here uh, as I get over to the screen. Um, So I think both you and I are in agreement about Christian McCaffrey for his uh, receiving yard. So I will put that in. Uh, Let me see if I can find McCaffrey here. Christian McCaffrey. All right. Yeah. So it's up to 32 and a half over on price picks. Yeah. So we'll go more on that. Um, I will throw in Brees Hall as well for his rushing yards. Let me go all the way back up. Uh, Brees Hall rushing yards. Oh, I don't want to bookmark that. Let's go <laughs> find Brees Hall. Yeah, 63 and a half. We'll go more on that. Uh, Chris, let's throw out one more here that you like from your card. Let's
1: go, uh, let's go Brock, Brock Purdy in that one as well. I, mean, I know it's the same game, but I think we got the script for this one, man. Over 30-and-a-half uh, pass attempts. Like I said, Jacksonville, they're giving up. They're forcing teams to pass the ball 42 times per game, which is absolutely insane. I think you know, just them being at home, having that home feel, um, I think that, that could potentially kind of dictate pace as well. Um, and then if they do so happen to you know, play defense the way that they can play defense, um, you know, that that they may end up with San Francisco playing from behind, which will also have to, you know, lead to Brock Purdy having more pass attempts. So I like Purdy to go over his 30 and a half pass attempts here as well. You know?
0: I love it. So Christian McCaffrey, Brees Hall, and Brock Purdy to have more on their projection projections this week. Uh That's going to be Christian McCaffrey, more than 32 and a half receiving yards. Brees Hall, more than 63 and a half rushing yards. And Brock Purdy, more than 30 and a half pass attempts a hundred dollar entry will get you 225 back into your pockets uh so hopefully we can cash in on that for sure all right that is going to do it for this edition of the prop nfl week 10 player props chris anything else we want to mention before we get out of here my man
1: it's the same as always man enjoy enjoy uh you know week 10 um it should be you know a, a lot of really good games and like you said, you know, we're finally starting to get the that, that data collection that we need, so that we can be even more profitable. You know, it feels like a guessing game at the beginning of the season, and we're having to, you know, use past data points. But this is when we should really lock in. You know, if I'm looking forward to, you know, myself and you, you know, just just cashing even more, and hopefully the people that are riding with us are, you know, cashing with us also. So yeah, that's what I got, man. Bet responsibly. Enjoy the games, of course, and uh, let's find some winners, man. Let's cash.
0: Yeah, man. Let's hopefully we can uh, put some more money in the pockets of our listeners for this week 10 uh uh player props show. We'll be back next week as usual for NBA. If you haven't checked out the NBA show with myself and Chris, we're doing pretty well over there as well. So uh check that out. And then we'll be back next week for the Thursday night football game. Finally, Chris, it's a good football game. We have the Cle oh, no, it's the it's it the it's the Bengals and it's the Ravens, I believe, next Thursday night for so. Uh, complete opposite of what we've over the past several weeks on Thursday night football. So definitely looking forward to that. Make sure you follow my man Chris over on X slash Twitter at Crispy capping with two P's and two N's. He does a live show uh, on X every single day, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, talking about the NBA. A lot of great information that he gives out a lot of winners as well. So definitely check him out at that time between around, what, 5, 530 Eastern, Chris? Yes, sir. Yeah. So make sure to check it out. I tap in when I can as well for uh, for Chris as well. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.